The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. On the issue of government finances and fiscal policy, I want to talk about pensions and funding pensions now, though, because you might have seen this report. Younger workers, according to the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, they face paying on average about two and a half grand extra every year so that the state pension can remain at 66 years of age. It has led some to call for an increase in the pension. The government, different governments, have have flirted with this notion in the past, but uh, haven't done so. Well, it has got from 65 to 66, but there it has paused. Seamus Boland is the CEO of Irish Rural Link. Seamus, should we increase the retirement age? Not necessarily. I mean, Irish Rural Link have always felt that uh, the retirement age at 65, 66 is for some people uh, far too soon. But for other people, especially people who work in what's called the heavier trades, it really is time. And people it depends on people's health. And we've always felt that we need to be careful that we don't give a kind of a psychological push or, or, a, or a kind of a fashionable push to say, well, unless you're working at 70, you're not worth anything. Uh, for some people, 65 and 66 is the right age to retire. For others... Uh, they can retire later and we just want to be sure people are in the right set of mind to make the right decision. Uh, So are are you talking about possibly a flexible retirement age depending on the individual or depending on the type of work? You know, I I, I think a lot of people can understand why you can't work after 65 and it might be harder to work on the building sites, laying blocks once you're over 65. I'm in that age group myself so I'm not being in any way downgrading of that. Some men are, and women are very fit at that age and some, you know, it's been a long, hard life, hard work, and therefore they will want to retire at an earlier date and they shouldn't be sort of um, shamed into, oh, you really need to, to, to work to a later age country. So it's just to be clear that uh, people have that right or that option uh, if that's I'll tell you what, Seamus, we're going to get you on a better line. Let me introduce while we do that. Uh, Callum Hederman, he's an environmentalist and a social activist. Uh, Callum, uh, as someone who kind of falls into that age bracket, you know, these people in their 20s, 30s and 40s, I'm in there myself, um, who, who are going to be funding this. An extra two and a half grand every year in taxes. It's an awful lot. How do you feel about it? Well, firstly, thanks very much for having me on, Kieran. It's, um, I, I suppose, give a bit of insight. I'm, I'm 19, I'm turning 20 this year. I'm going into my second year in college and I'm working two jobs, I suppose, to, to afford it. So for this, it, it feels like a kind of a classic government pitching of a tax increase for workers. You know, they they say that like the, the, the fiscal council that it's, it's due to the rising pension population, when in reality, it's a it's a failure of successful governments, like their fiscal policy to actually address the needs of the population. You know, I've been on with you before talking about student accommodation, about the rising cost of living, around rent and education as well. And, you know, we're looking at a replica of 2008 with the banking crisis where young people were forced to immigrate due to housing accessibility, taxation, a lack of well-paid jobs and employment and barriers to further education. I suppose fundamentally as a young person, you know, when you're looking at this kind of hyper object that seems to be the economic system at the minute where, you know, only today it was reported that we're at 8.9% inflation at the minute, which has kind of stabilised the small bit since mm. before in the year. But when we look at electricity costs, when we're looking at, I suppose when you're looking at the hyper object, all the, the full scale, the full spectrum of what you're paying for when you're living here, 
it seems really inaccessible for young professionals, especially between the ages of young, like 20 to 40. It's going to have an impact on people pursuing education. It's going to have an impact on people starting families. It's going to have a major impact on welfare and well-being when it comes to people actually being able to survive and, and afford the, the basic necessities that they need, along yeah. with the extra things that we should be able to have in life. So, so, it's, so, um, so it's, can I just, it's very it, concerning. It, it, is it your contention then, Callum, that if all of those problems were better dealt with by government, it, it wouldn't be so galling to have to fund this increased that, pension. That would be my point of view and things. Like those, those receiving their pension deserve to receive it. Like they, especially if they've worked through their lives and they've been taxed. Um, and that, you know, when we look to the future, it can't be that, you know, the debate should be young versus old, that it's young people paying for the old people to, to help them survive into retirement. That's not the case at all. It's that there was money there put aside for pension. It was spent and it wasn't spent in an effective manner. And now we're facing this hyper object of issues where young people and young professionals aren't in that position now to pay that additional tax. That that's, that that's the problem in this event. Uh, Seamus Boland is still with us, the CEO of Irish Rural Link. Uh, Seamus, should it then be a case that what, the pension simply kicks in at whatever point after 66 an individual wants it or that it should be industry focused? So it kicks in at 66, like the way a guard gets it earlier or yeah. someone in the defence forces gets it earlier, like a block layer or a labourer on a farm might get it earlier. Someone sitting in an office or in a desk behind a desk like me gets it a little bit later. Yeah, I think, I think Kieran, really we're talking about an individual decision. Uh, we all have a different, yes, hopefully we all live longer. So with different kinds of lifespans in terms of our health, not just our physical health, but our mental health as well. And, and the, the ability to decide, let's say after 66, uh, when, when you want to retire is a very powerful uh, weapon in, in sense of managing your own life being. And I would imagine uh, if you have that option, you will be a lot more relaxed around when you retire and how you retire. And you may, in fact, you may actually get, uh, you may spend longer in the workforce. But just to say, Karen, let's stop uh, dividing the young people uh, are going to suffer because the older people have to, uh, you know, have to be catered for. The reality is a lot of the current younger generation are facing even bigger pension problems, according to that same IFAC report. And th- we have an aging population. And I think we really need to get a bit more uh, nuanced in how we solve it than simply putting up a headline two grand or two and a half or whatever paid by a certain population. I think it's a little bit more uh, uh, policy and thinking needs to go into this. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it all. It all comes out of the same pot. So, yeah, you've got to take it as, as, as a whole. But at the same time, like it's it's a statement of fact that, you know, pensions are, are paid out of. Out of current government expenditure, you know, you you don't you don't fund your own pension. You fund the pension uh, of, of somebody who's retired today. So when you look at demographics, like it's it's again, it is a statement of fact that it is younger workers who will have to fund this aging population we have. Indeed, and and indeed it is, and in, and of course, a lot of the older people retiring now would say, "I've spent my lifetime contributing," uh, you know, in certain taxes. 
PRSI, whatever, uh, to the pension I'm already looking to claim. So, the, you know, most people have been contributing to their pensions right through their lives. Whether that's been enough is another question. But remember, uh, Karen, and you will remember the famous uh, Charlie McCreevy money away for rainy days and then we squandered it all well not squandered we needed to spend it during the, the recession and then the pandemic so we, we keep uh, spending our rainy day fund uh, when in fact we should be really tying up money to to manage the the older age the larger growing older age population that we have uh, let, let me go back to Callum, Callum Hederman. Callum, when you, you were talking to your, your peers, people in your class, you mentioned, uh, you know, you're in college at the moment. I mean, are they planning for futures in Ireland, given the long list of, of grievances you outlined? Yeah, and I, I suppose it's it's a hard one because um, people are, are coming from very different positions. I, I, I suppose in my own friend groups, there's a lot of talk about um, about moving abroad. Um, when you look across Europe, when you look across the world, there's, a, there's, a, there's other economic systems that are a small bit more friendly to the bank account in terms of, I suppose, this stage of my life anyway, in particular, when it comes to pursuing third-level education. Um, like, we, we've, we've gone to nearly the equivalent, or we're, we're going near the equivalent of what, how, how much it costs to study in the States now, which was always kind of this, this crazy, massive amount that you'd be paying where you'd take out student loans and we're getting to that, that point. But kind of tying back to what Eamon said, you know, it's this debate on the pension. It's, it's kind of like what's going on at the minute with Biden's policy on student loan debt. There's been a lot there about, you know, people have already paid their student loan debt and that others shouldn't have to. Um, but then that it's like that, that there's a good line of debate that in the sense that, you know, the older generation have paid certain amounts of tax and that young people have. It, it's kind of like that idea of the social floor where there's, everyone has benefited from different tax incentives. Mm. Whereas I, I see the pension as, you know, one that, that's essential to support people going into their retirement. Whereas I see other forms of taxation that have occurred that haven't gone into, I suppose, the most effective ways possible, whether it's uh, first-time home, home buyers or whether it's uh, access and education. So when we look at it as young people and we see this kind of hyperbole of a title saying that we're paying an extra two and a half grand it's just kind of like the icing on the cake when it comes to, you know, looking at this kind of, I suppose, this economic system we're in where there's so much money being spent on so many different things. And, you know, you talk about the current expenditure there. But when we look at the future, there isn't much planning into how we can actually sustain this population. There, there really isn't. And, you know, it's one thing to say on, in an advisory capacity from the Fiscal Council to say that two and a half grand needs to be paid for the pension but when we look at 10 years time is that still going to be the case is there going to be increases so i suppose for people my age it's it's very concerning and i can imagine like i'm in a lucky position now where you know i'm i'm not i don't have a family reliant on me i'm 19 i'm living on my own in college whereas i know if i was 25 or 30 or 40 and i had a, a family of a couple of kids and a partner and older and younger generations that I'd be very concerned looking at this headline. All right. Well, listen, lots of people getting in touch on, on 53106. Uh, Callum Hederman, uh, thank you for your time. Environmentalist and social activist Seamus Bowden is the CEO of Irish Rural Link. One of our listeners says, if you work and pay your PRSI for 40 years, you should be able to retire after that simple as. Somebody else says, there is an elephant in the room, guys. The public sector pensions are the pensions we can't afford. TDs on 130 grand a year pension. Guards can retire in their 50s with lump sums and a minimum pension of 500 euro a week need I go on. Compulsory pensions managed by the NTMA not the insurance companies will go a long way to solving the problems of the future and I totally agree with your guests. Our government are wasting state spending and assets on short term goals or backing up 
private pensions. Of course, it should be said that one of the other elephants in the room is the government's plans to introduce mandatory pensions for all private sector uh, workers. That is part of their plans, part of Leo Varadkar's plans. It is coming down the tracks, whether you agree with it or not. Uh, Certainly that is in our future and that is how the government partly plan to uh, deal with the pensions time bomb, as some refer to it, coming down the line. Anyway, keep those texts coming. 53106, the number after the break, Dishwasher Wars. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.